Welcome to my story corner. Today, I am really excited to share a beautiful poem with you by Robert Frost. First of all, I'd like to tell you a little bit about Robert Frost. You may not have heard too much about him in recent years, but you'll find that he is a very, very special person in the field of literature and especially poetry. Robert Frost was born March 26, 1871, in San Francisco. He's the only poet to have won four Pulitzer Prizes for poetry, and he's been called one of America's public literary figures, almost an artistic institution. Frost received a number of honors during his lifetime, including over 40 honorary degrees, even though he never even graduated from college. In 1960, he was awarded the Congressional Gold Medal in recognition of his poetry, which has enriched the culture of the United States and the world. The selection of Robert Frost that I'm going to share with you today is a favorite of mine that goes all the way back to high school, and I feel so blessed to have lived long enough for his poetry to be in public domain, which gives me permission to read and record this to you today. The poem is Birches by Robert Frost. When I see birches bend left and right across the lines of straighter, darker trees, I like to think some boy's been swinging them. But swinging doesn't bend them down to stay, as ice storms do. Often you must have seen them loaded with ice on a sunny winter morning after a rain. They click upon themselves as the breeze rises and turn many-colored as the stir cracks and crazes their enamel. Soon the sun's warmth makes them shed crystal shells, shattering and avalanching on the snow crust, such heaps of broken glass to sweep away, you'd think the inner dome of heaven had fallen. They're dragged to the withered bracken by the load, and they seem not to break, though once they're bowed so low for long, they never right themselves. You may see their trunks arching in the woods years afterwards, trailing their leaves on the ground like girls on hands and knees that throw their hair before them over their heads to dry in the sun. But as I was going to say when truth broke in with all her matter of fact about the ice storm, I should prefer to have some boy bend them as he went out and in to fetch the cows, some boy too far from town to learn baseball, whose only play was what he found himself, summer or winter, and could play alone. One by one he subdued his father's trees by riding them down over and over again until he took the sniffness out of them, and not one but hung limp, not one was left for him to conquer. He learned all there was to learn about not launching out too soon and so not carrying the tree away clear to the ground. He always kept his poise. 
to the top branches, climbing carefully with the same pains you use to fill a cup up to the brim and even above the brim. Then he flung outward, feet first with a swish, kicking his way down through the air to the ground. So was I once myself, a swinger of birches, and so I dream of going back to be. It's when I'm weary of considerations and life is too much like a pathless wood where your face burns and tickles with the cobwebs broken across it and one eye is weeping from a twig's having lashed across it open. I'd like to get away from earth a while and then come back to it and begin over. May no fate willfully misunderstand me and half grant what I wish and snatch me away not to return. Earth's the right place for love. I don't know where it's likely to go better. I'd like to go by climbing a birch tree and climb black branches up a snow-white trunk toward heaven till the tree could bear no more but dipped its top and set me down again. That would be good, both going and coming back. One could do worse than be a swinger of birches. Thank you for being with me today in my story corner. This has been Aunt Blanche reading to you, and I hope you'll join me again.